we are back on the VF Tangent, guys. So, um, yeah, we are. It's our first um, first podcast out of the, the new studio, the overexertion studio. Whoop whoop. So, um, we've, uh, <laughs> special shout out to Jeremy Williams Music. He was with us from the start, and uh, he still supports us a lot behind the scenes. So, and he'll be yeah, he'll be an ongoing sponsor. So. Definitely, yeah. We'll we'll make a point of um, dropping back into Tall Tree Studios to to put a put a podcast out every now and then. Um, yeah. So big thanks to Jamie Williams Music. Uh, also, special thanks to Overexertion. Um, they're a sporting apparel company. Uh, they have really good sporting apparel, guys. www.overexertion.com.au. And also, we've got Offroad Cartel on board with us as well. They're a clothing company, and they supply all sorts of anything in the dirt sports industry. They've been a long-term supporter of mine through all my off-road racing. And, um, yeah, awesome guys. Check them out at www.offroadcartel.com.au. They do it in the dirt? They do it in the dirt. And, um, they fucking in the dirt. Now, uh, we've also got uh, one, one other special sponsor this <laughs> week uh, because we've got a very special guest. We've got, um, very special. We've got Raw World Organics. We've got uh, the, the big red pony himself, Mr. Mark Offerdale. Thanks for coming in, mate. How are you? Hey, good, good, guys. How are you going? Excellent. I feel a bit intimidated with these both sitting there looking at me. <laughs> That's our plan, we should, have, we should have a round table. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you, know, so you flew in, what, not, not last night, night before? Monday night, flew in from uh, the UAE. We had a little stopover in the UAE and a little camel ride through the sand dunes with the missus, a bit romantic. And, oh, yeah? Yeah. Light nice. candles. Just before we get yeah, started, just before we get started, so Mark Offerdale, obviously, USA, uh, ex uh, Tomahawk, now Hawk, uh, captain of the Hawks, he's played uh, Queensland Cup for East Tigers and uh, New just, South. Just New, East Tigers. Yeah, and uh, was in the was in the Manly uh, system top twenty five. Yeah, back in the day, a couple of yeah, years yeah. there. And now now um, applies his trade over in the London Broncos. Yep. And um, and we're heading to like heading towards looking at the next World Cup. Next World Cup, next yeah, year. So there could be a chance that he's captaining that side at the World Cup as well. Maybe. If, uh, if they're lucky. If Captain America. If you, if you play your cards right. If I play my cards right. Well, suck, yeah. sucking up. Yeah. Last time we had a pretty good skip, so uh, Seth, uh, Captain America might be back. Is Seth listen to this? Yeah, I don't know. But if he does, he'll still be my friend. He, so. No, no, he, yeah. He's number one. Yeah, he's so captain. you he's good. Um, so, mate, um, I sort of wanted to ask you, like, do you have any guys you want to shout out to? Like, who are your main sponsors? Like, uh, Banana Boat or someone like Banana that? Banana Boat. I'm a, have you told them that I'm a ginger? No, not yet. So. No, well, obviously I'm ginger. I'm pale. I burn a lot. That's the one thing I've told tell them about hate being back in the country is that I burn a lot. Had my arm out the windscreen today and got sunburn on my, my right arm driving down the Gold Coast. At, uh, I don't, I don't, I've already made it clear to the boys I don't like this country. I'm, a, I'm an Australian with an American passport. consider myself a Yank. But, no. Bloody tank, eh? Uh, Sponsor-wise, nothing for me. Just, just a shout-out to my company, Raw World Organics, a health food, snack food company, and we're trying to make organic food mainstream and, and teach people about nutrition and healthy living and try to cure a few diseases that are linked to nutrition um, just through living a healthy lifestyle. Sounds good, mate. If um if 
If all our listeners heard me licking my lips before, it's because I've been promised some of that Biltong jerky, well, mate. He's been, he's been promised. I was meant to bring some today, but I didn't. But we'll, we'll get I, don't, it. I don't believe that it's we'll true. Get, we'll get it to him. We'll get it to him. We'll get you a heap. You've, you've heard it here first. I'll just be worried if it turns up and it's got uh, Nico labelling instead of <laughs> proper <laughs> printed packets. <laughs> <laughs> all the, the nutritional information back's been scrubbed out. Well, yeah, every time you move the mic, it makes a noise, can't so don't... Okay, sorry, it. mate. Sorry. <laughs> This is shit studio. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is fucking amateurish. Oh, man. <laughs> so Wait, do you want a 50-50 or? What's a 50-50? Oh, well. We're going like to have to flip a 50 then to show you. What's going on here? <laughs> it's a G up. So, mate, tell us about, um, so you moved over to England now? I moved to England this time last year. Yep. Um, to play with the Broncos. It's it a lot of fun there. We live in London, West West London and. Um, you live the London lifestyle while you're playing footy and that, so you have a fair bit of fun. So do they kind of sign anyone that can pass or catch yes, a football? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, no. <laughs> no we're, we're one of the better teams. We come second in our comp this year, so most teams I'm in, I normally come second last or last, but so this has been pretty different. <laughs> I've actually been struggling to make the team here and there, so it's been, it's been a bit different. It's been fun. I'm getting a bit old now. Is that because you're formal or the coach is a cockhead? No, that's more, more form. Coach is a good bloke, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he won't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you got, yeah, one more year on that contract. One, one more year on that contract and then I'll see what happens. Hopefully ride the, you know, milk the rugby league cow for all it's worth for as long as I can and yep. get as many years out. It is, it is the best job in the world, you know, getting paid to train and, and drink piss. Yeah, so you reckon reckon it might be getting close for that t- yeah, time? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've just had my third shoulder up two weeks ago, so it's it's getting it's getting on, and it's starting to. I've got arthritis through both shoulders now, and it's starting to get a bit painful. But um, I've got another three or four years, I reckon. And you got a uh, you got a bit of a uh, uh, glamour in your life now. Gen, yeah, big gen dog. Give her a shout out. Big gen dog. Give <laughs> her a shout out. The Pommy, North North Londoner. Um, actually, let me stay at her house now. I doubt she'd even she'll even listen to this. She'll probably tell me she did, but did you, well, you, just let her know that you gave her a shout out and she'll Yeah, Luca. Yeah, did yeah. you wheeze your way into the family house, mate? No, nah, no, nah, she lives on her own, but they're pretty tight with the family. Go around there a fair bit. <laughs> um Yeah, I've been, been been couch surfing and staying at hers. Cool. So is the season finished now? Season's done. It's, it runs the same as um the Australian season. It just yep. starts a few weeks earlier. Um and yeah, so this pre-seasons are shorter. We start we start trials in January. Okay, which I, I prefer. Yep. You know, I'm not. We, we all know I'm not much of a trainer. Nope. No, nope. but yeah. It'd be pretty taxing too, starting before Christmas and then having Christmas break and then straight back into the two, it. We get two weeks off, and that two weeks really does affect me. If I go away on a two-week bender and I come back, I'm not the I'm not the fittest guy getting around. You know, <laughs> benders will do that to you. Yeah, it's more the running. I can't keep running up. I'm not a runner. Yeah. So um yeah me and me and Offerdale haven't always been good mates but I oh, I've always liked you no I, I'm talking about with the first <laughs> no. before France ah. before France I hardly knew him but um still he, still liked you he's the one that got me a, a gig over in France pretty much but uh he uh, I met him over in France and he was living about two hours east of me in Carcassonne and Carcassonne. uh <laughs> and uh that yeah that's where I got to know Offerdale and uh. That was the first time I'd ever... I didn't know what the bubbler was before that. The bubbler? Yeah. Are you serious? No, nah, not before that. No. Nah. Oh. And then uh, Offerdale obviously introduced me to the bubbler. And um, and then it, it's, it was... a uh, he, he actually trains you, train the I, bubbler. I, I learnt the bubbler back 
way back in the day, I saw a guy do it but never actually had a go at it. And the first guy I learned it off, you'd know, is, is Sam Key. Yeah. And he's the king of the bubblers. And he used to, he was pulling it out when we were 18, 17, 18, and thought it was hilarious. And he's the one that taught me to do it. And talk, talk, talk us through that. He taught me how to cut it off. Yeah, yeah, cut it off and train for it. So you've got to train for it when you're at the toilet. You cut, cut your wee off, you hold it, you get your muscles going, and you get that, build up that pressure. I'm sure Todd Carney, Todd Carney, Probably that's why he got caught because he wasn't going all over his face, was it? <laughs> no, but he was. He looked, his, his form mate. was bad. He looked like he was really going down mm. to it. Yeah. You, you don't want to bend over to it. You want it coming up to your face. Yeah, but you know, I'm not going to get in trouble. So you want you want good posture, shoulders back. Good posture, so if shoulders someone, back. If, if you were to train, you, you're squeezing off and you're really pushing, but you're not letting anything out, and then you release that's it. That's it. When you it's release like it, fucking fire hydrant. It's like a fire hydrant straight in your face, yeah. and you don't drink it. No, it's not. I don't know, some people might drink it. It's in and out. It's in and out. It's a party trick. Never heard anyone. Yeah. It's a bit of piss. Bubblers won't Were you going to say you haven't heard anyone uh, get in trouble for the bubbler or get hurt? No, no, people, a lot of people get in trouble for the bubbler. I've been in uh, trouble for the bubbler. I've a got a times. story about Connecticut if you want to talk about that. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, so we were outside. We go into a pub in Connecticut. We've been drinking all night. And me and Offadow were like, oh, fuck it, let's go outside, go around the corner, do a bubbler together. Freddie started doing the bubbler at this stage, so yeah. but he's not real good at it. <laughs> did you did you link arms too? No, no. no Freddie struggle, struggles to wee in front of people. <laughs> he can't piss in <laughs> front of people. Stay. So imagine doing the bubbler in front of people. Yeah. yeah. So, so we, everyone, shut up, shut up, shut up. So we go around the corner, and um, I we got we both got good streams going, and these fucking then the uh, the five O pull up the covers. And uh, they pull up and I, I cut it off and I go, I just fucking leg it. I'm gone. Offadale stays there finishing his bubbler because he's obviously got a full fl- uh, stream going. These, these girls are the ones that blew it. They started yelling, remember? The girls started going, oh, oh that's man. disgusting. Yeah. And we go, no, it's not. <laughs> Next minute. Yeah, so I Barney, the cops come up to you, Offadale. Cops got me, put me in the back of a wagon. I, I, was, I was pretty pissed. I didn't even know what I did. And then they said, you look, you've pissed on yourself. I said, no, I haven't. And I looked down and I just had piss all over my body, over my, over my pants. And, um, oh, you're not even. I got, I got processed like, through the cop shop. They were real nice about it. And then Freddie was like, were you waiting out the front? Yeah, me and Gowie. You and Gowie waiting out the front of the cop shop for me and I got processed. But ended up going like, a week later. We paid his $90 bail. Yeah. yeah, never never paid that back. 90 bucks. Yeah, yeah back then, yeah. Um, and then we fucking slept at like the Four Seasons and I had to pay for that as well, 90 bucks for the night. Well, why did we have to sleep there? Because we didn't want to catch a cab all the way home. Oh, yeah, because we were in Stanford? Yeah, Stanford, yeah. Yeah, but I had to go to court two weeks later and big Phil, Phil Schachter, shout out to old man Schachter. Let me, we're um, going to call him in a sec. So oh, yeah. Yeah, on here. The answers. He let me take his car to court and um, got dressed up and went to court and this guy, when I was, you get in, say your name and all that, if anyone's ever been to court, you say your name. And um, This guy overheard what I was going in for and he's a lawyer. And he's like, what, are you fucking serious? And he goes, you come here and he talked to me because they don't really have legal aid there. And he go, he was doing someone else there and he said, look, you sound like a good young lad and you've obviously just fucked up, I'll help you out. And he's pulled me aside, went into a little room and we, he started talking about the case and he's just shaking, he's going, oh, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> right, I'm going to help you out, mate, because you, you might get in a bit of trouble here. I said, what? He goes, yeah. And then um, in court, in this court in, in Stanford, there was a lot of like shady cases, like drug dealers and whatnot were there and um, like they were getting their things read out or he's done this for rape or he's doing drugs and all this stuff. And then they would get up and the judge reads my thing out and starts laughing halfway through it and says... Uh, this I've never heard of this. I've heard of rugby players doing things, but this is just I've never heard of this. 
and I got up. What was, did he say? Did you, just like, he just, said just for uh, urinating in public and in on his on his body, in his and that's when he started laughing in his mouth, and um, the most of the court started laughing at me. <laughs> like all these big hard drug dealers and stuff about to go to prison were laughing at me. <laughs> and I said, look, mate, I'm so sorry. And I got off with a slap on the wrist, just had to pay a little fine. Yeah. Locking on the spot fine, paid it there and went home. But luckily, yeah, no, no problems out of it. I tell you, it was this whole time, I, he makes me go to the fucking courthouse with him. I'm in the car park asleep. Oh, I forgot the, you were there. Yeah, because he's like, we're going to court. I was there for good three, four we, hours. Yeah, we're going to court today, Freddie. And I was like, fuck, why do I got to come? He's like, you got to come keep me company. Five minutes, I'll go in, get my fine, get out. Four hours later, he walks out. I've been sleeping in the car the whole time, and that was it. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I did, uh, did, had a while off of Bubba after that. I tell you, it sounds like it was uh, definitely Phil, Phil's um, get up in his car that got you across the line, mate. Yeah, big filthy shakta. He was he was disappointed in me. <laughs> He's disappointed in a lot of things I do, Phil, and he loves to spray me, <laughs> as you'll find out. Wasn't as disappointed as after Mad Monday that year. Mad Monday. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah, so. haven't heard that one with Freddie. Fred, well, Freddie fell, fell asleep and he bed. Freddie had a comfier bed than me. So I went into Freddie's room. Man, man, we've been drinking for a couple of days. And so I just, this I, is the two rooms. I've talked about this on the podcast before. So I was in one room. Offerdale was in the room beside me at Phil Schachter's. Offerdale, every single night, would get up at about 11, 11.30 at night. We'd been watching like Breaking Bad or something. He goes, Freddie, just let you know I'm going to go masturbate, then I'm going to go to sleep. And I'll be like, you don't have to fucking tell me that you're going <laughs> to masturbate every single night. And then so I know I'm, he's in there fucking on UGs, whacking off beside me while I'm trying to get to sleep. So, yeah, oh, It was the best. Uh, but Freddie had the TV, so that's why we was in there. But I know after Mad Monday, I fell asleep. And I fell asleep spooning Freddie, but I had him in a good, solid lock spoon. I had hold of his shoulder. He wasn't going anywhere. And then in the middle, like in the morning, the next morning, he wakes up and he's like, he probably tells it better, but there well, was... I thought I was sweating. I thought I was like just fucking been sweating all night. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. And then I feel the mattress. I'm like, oh, fuck, I was sweating hard. And then I turn around, <laughs> Offerdale's behind me, been screaming at me. He's totally naked. He's got, his, <laughs> he's got his big semi fucking erect cock that's like rubbing on my back. He's pissed all over my back. <laughs> and then he fucking, he wakes up and I go out the front and I go to Phil. I go, Phil, uh, often I was just screaming me all night and he's pissed. And, and, and Laura, who's Phil's wife, she's fucking awesome, yeah. awesome girl. And she, she goes, that's fine as long as Offerdale cleans it up. I don't give a shit. The motherfucker doesn't clean it up. He waits till Laura cleans it up. Didn't, I thought you cleaned it up. No, Laura did. Oh, well, don't put this on the bloody podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Laura, Laura cleans it up, and the reason she does it is because oh no, I feel sorry for him because he's so hungover. Oh. I was I was hurting bad that day. You, yeah. ru- you rugby league boys, eh? Freddie really should clean that up. It was a good mate. Well, the reason we're home that early is because that manager walked in the bathroom at that bar. And I was doing the bubbler and then Charlie, remember Charlie was throwing all that stuff in the bathroom. That was, yeah, but that was, everyone was... Yeah. And oh, what's that, mate? Nice. Yeah, we're going in the rain from the bloody lot. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I'll try to get filthy on the phone right now. Filthy Phil. Filthy Phil. Old man Shakta. Shaktasaurus. Get off my lawn. <laughs> How long did you live with Phil when you were over there? Yeah, for three months. Yeah. Yeah, for three months, but... Look, we just get up in the morning. Longest three months of Phil's life? Probably for him. No, he loved it. Deep down, he loved it. He just got hurt all the time and cooked his food. Yeah. We'd just skateboard to his dad's house and do weights in the morning. <laughs> that, was our, that was it. Skateboards? That was, yeah, that was life. Longies? Freddie taught me on a longie. 
I didn't, I didn't know how to do what it. What was the song that we used to play? In the summertime when the weather was fine. <laughs> Freddie would be singing that and I'd just be giggling the whole way to, the whole way to wait. And then sometimes Amber, sometimes the Amber would follow us. Fuck it, dog. Leave a message and I will get back to you. Thank you. Keep going. Just, just keep hounding him. I'm pretty familiar with that fucking voice, man. I know. Every time we try to call him, it goes to that, man. I'll just keep calling him. I FaceTime the big fella. Oh, yeah. It's normally taking a call. I just call him on mobile because it's way better connection. Yeah. You rugby league guys up on your tech, eh? We're tech savvy. I'm probably the least tech savvy guy out there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're tech savvy. You set all this up. Freddie would know how to do this. We did it together, mate. You didn't do shit. We're a team, mate. True. <laughs> well, he's not picking up now, but that means he'll bring back when... Uh, I bet you he won't. What's that? Should we place bets now on how much he won't? What's the time in the States? It's uh, like 8 o'clock. At night? I mean, about 7 o'clock at in, night. in the morning. So oh, he should answer for sure, unless yeah. he's at work. Yeah, no, he said he was going to go work out. Oh, work out? Yeah. Oh, that'd be much. Put that workout on hold. That'd be much him. He does CrossFit. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah, I know. He you know, have it. you just seen anyways, a photo of Phil? Nah. Anyways, he was a big... He's he a does big CrossFit and wears Lululemon. Does he? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's changed. I've got a real good photo of Phil. Mm. I'd love to show everyone. It's Phil, Phil Snapchatted one of his mates... No, Freddie showed you when um, he was butt naked and his mate screenshotted it. Remember that photo getting around? Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking classic. We've all got it saved in like our, yeah. like our own drop boxes. He tries to make everyone delete it. And we'll go, yeah, yeah, I feel we're deleting it. And then about six months later, it'll resurface <laughs> somewhere. And if you don't mind, um, in this episode's notes, Offadale, I'm going to put that photo of you dressed as a nun up. Um, I've, got, I've got tights on and that's why my pants look small. Freddy's Freddy's nickname is actually Three Nuts. You know, if you're smart <laughs> enough to figure that one out. Yeah, yeah from Clint Newton. Yeah, it's a good nickname. Yeah. Well, Three Nuts Freed. Yeah, well, at the time, my penis was small enough to look like one of my other small nuts. So, so what, what do you what do you do when if Phil hasn't answered? So that's a ten minute time slot for this, isn't it? Mm-mm. What was Phil? What was Phil's time he's slot? Just, he, he's just going to um, talk to you, uh, throw some slang with you. Yeah. And um, then tell us a B fact. Beefer, because he loves beekeeping. Loves but I, I've got He's a, keeping the world alive. I've got a backup animal because every episode I'll say an animal fact. Mm. Because we, the we, reason we do that is me and Brandon we watch the news every morning and it's so fucking depressing. So we're like, you the know, news over here isn't really informational. No, that's it's shit. stupid. It's yeah. stupid news. You got to watch like for CNN or something to that, get even CNN. Decent. But it's a bit. Fucking it's all yeah, commercialized. There's hidden agendas everywhere, mate. That's why we're saying conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're saying. chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're saying that uh, if I was to say like some really good animal facts, it would cheer everybody up. Like my first animal fact was about squirrels. So obviously I love fucking squirrels. You are a squirrel. Yeah. But um chipmunks or squirrels. Yeah. So what's uh what's the Australian tour doing for you, mate? What, uh, what, apart what, from burning the shit out of you. At the moment. Are you gonna go shooting? Oh no, I just had my first Forex gold. There's a plug for a beer sponsor. How, how, how no, we know we're O'Brien. So, O'Brien, yeah, we're sponsored by O'Brien Beer. Uh, I don't think you're sponsored by them. I don't think you can. We're gonna get it involved, but I don't right? think you can like say that unless they're your sponsors. <laughs> we'll probably get fucking sued. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, I don't know. Oh, okay, so what we usually do is me and Brent will talk about the week that just happened. Sometimes we say it's the uh, the week that was. That's I've heard that somewhere before on a radio station as well. Okay, yeah. well, we'll we just don't say the week that was. We just talk okay. about. 
So what happened? I've got a, I've got a good one. Is uh, I haven't told Brenton one. So ever since we started this podcast, me and Brenton try to we, we talk less on the phone to each other because we fucking talk to each other like three yeah, times. Yeah, you waste the stories. Yeah. So yeah. so what happened? I was I was in at uh, one of my bigger companies that I work for, and I've got this weird habit where um, uh, at the moment I do. You, I don't know if you boys do this, but if I'm going to the to- uh, bathroom at home, I'll pull my dick out like as I'm walking into the hallway like i'll get my dick out really early and i walk down to the toilet and my dick's already out to piss because i know i'm gonna piss mm. so i pull my dick out so this motherfucker is it i <laughs> uh apa the main the main business center of apa and um which is like a big office building yeah i pull my dick out before i enter the oh actual bathroom just not even thinking one of the girls sees it my penis. So one that, of the girls... That large member. Oh, mate, she would have... I, 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 I think she had like a uh, um, bottle glass... Uh, <laughs> uh, glass Coke bottle yeah, glasses. Yeah, Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> and so she yelled, she goes to me, what the fuck are you doing? Lucky it's someone that I was kind of on side with. And I was like, holy shit. And I looked down, I've already pulled it out. In, in, You've got your pants in, around your fucking yeah, ankles. in preparation to piss, but I haven't even walked in the bathroom yet. And it, it, if it was anyone fucking else, I would have definitely lost that contract. But it's lucky it's a, it's a lady that I was on side with. But yeah, so walk around the corner, dick out before I even enter the bit. And there's like heaps of business people did around. You, did you tell that story about you shitting yourself on this? Did, just, just rewind a bit. So on this day, were you on a one-way ticket to the Valium train? Or no, <laughs> no. So I've been... I've, have you been off that shit? Yeah, I'm off it now, yeah. Well, since when? Because you tell me you're off it every week. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely <laughs> you off know, it. And when you talk to him, he's all spaced out. No, I'm off it. Cadet. I'm off it. It is good. Oh, How's well, the weather on the moon, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's not too bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> getting real bad dandruff. I don't know what it's from, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, back, back to the pissing story. Yeah. You told me a story a while ago. You probably already told on here about... When you My dad's jeans? No. And I, and I shit in them? No, no, no. When you are at work not too long ago. Oh. Shat in someone's front lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I did tell that too. Beside a hot water system. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, fuck. It's just so hard, man. We drive around all day. Brenton knows it. And, and you kind of pick out these public toilets that you know that you can hit. So, like, just say, if I need to go to the bathroom and I'm, on, I'm heading towards Newmarket Road, I know I can go to the Newmarket. Yeah. And, and there's, a, there's a public bathroom there and it's always clean. And you get all these spots, but otherwise you're just holding it in. Yeah. yeah. You oh. wouldn't know that. You I ne- don't, you I never don't had know a real that. job. But I've had a couple of real jobs, man. Yeah, playing uh, third division football doesn't count as a job. No. I think Freddie needs to cut back a bit on the lactose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's that. I always hit that coffee at that certain time warning yeah. and it's just killing me. So anything having you rant this week? No, not this week. Have um, you got um, any rants? Brett, oh, Brett oh, rants. Oh, so wait, you shut up for a second. Okay, Brent, sorry, Brento guys. does his Brento rants. Uh, so <laughs> right. I don't think I've got anything to rant about this week. I haven't, I've stayed right off we social can, media. We so can talk about religion that's, and shit. That's the main thing up. that pisses me off. But um, oh, we can talk about religion if you want, mate. That's always a pretty... No, no that's that, a good nah, rant. I was going to... Don't worry, that's coming up. All right, well, I've got something happened to me this week. So me and Jenna are in her first, first night. Jen Talk to me. Jay Dizzle. First yep. night, first, loving first, it. Loving no, no first already. night in, in Dubai. Yeah. And um, Matt Did Kelly the Sasquatch. But, yeah, um, he brings out the Bundy rum. I've had Bundy rum for years and years. Anyway, we start drinking. You're a bit of a polar bear. I've, well, I've, I've done what I've done to Freddy on Mad Monday in Connecticut to Jenna. <laughs> Pistol over. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets up, leaves, goes, sleeps on the couch. 
And I, I wake up still drunk, start blowing up at her, going, why would you leave me sleeping that? What have you done? <laughs> like, just losing it. Because it was her fault. Yeah, just losing it. And got real emotional. And she's like, shut up, go to sleep. She's like, I'm getting on a plane back to uh, London, motherfucker. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought it was over. The amount of edge you've urinated in, it's uh, not, there's nothing surprising. No, well, so what, what do you reckon is the cause of that, mate? You just got weak bladder control? It's fucking or? laziness. I swear to God, he's half conscious. Just, just and lazy. he's just like, oh, yeah. just let it go. Only when I'm real blind. Yeah. It's you, it started happening to you after Nashville, didn't it? It was Na- Nashville fucked me, man. Have you told a Nashville story on here? Uh, don't think so. Freddy, Freddy, um, Jen, Jenna won't worry me telling the story. I was trying to pick up a bird and um, Freddy. Oh, you were single? Yeah, I was single at, yeah. I was single at the time and Freddy was b- bouncing around the pub doing shots and stuff. And, um, doing what Freddy does. Yeah, doing what Freddy does. We're feeding him full. Oh, we're feeding him full of fire. The boys. bartender was loving us. But the bartender was loving yeah. us. And um, Freddy's always in a one. When he goes out, he's always in a one man race. Yeah. To see who can get the drunkest. There was, there was sweet. There was sweet country music on the background. It was, it was the best trip ever. And anyway, he ends up. He ends up blind. We, we see him one one time. He starts chatting, and then he um, ends up on the street. Apparently, passed out in the street. Um, I made, I, 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 the only thing I remember is I remember putting myself in the gutter because I wanted something to put my head on like a pillow. Uh, so it, <laughs> it was it was it was blackout drunk, and I, I went home and I couldn't find him. So he leaves me in the street, sweet. Well, I I, I thought all right, he, he might, he's probably gone back home, back to the hotel, back to the motel. I get there, he's not there, and I'm blind. I'm like, oh, he'll turn up in an hour. Fall asleep, I wake up, I got all these missed phone calls from his cousins in America, from his mom. From everyone trying to ring me going, do you know like, where he is? Missed calls from fucking Washington, Colorado, yeah. Seattle. And then, yeah. And then I start... What, what period of time of this? How long? This is over this about... Is like three or four hours. Oh, really? No. Well, when I woke up, it was about six hours later. So I started freaking out. I'm like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, what's that? Oh, everyone's going to blame me. What should we do? I just chuck his stuff in the van. That's what I was going to do. But it turned, then, he, then about an hour Good later, he, comes, he comes walking through the front door. With electrodes stuck to his body. No, no, I had my shirt on. <laughs> yeah, he had his shirt on, but he, he, he whipped his shirt off trying to be cool and had these electrodes stuck to his body where he's been on fucking drips and shit. <laughs> he ended up, these these girls put him in a cab and just dropped him at the hospital. And yeah, he's just in hospital all night. So I wake up, right, and I remember being at the hospital and I remember they were trying to put me onto one of those trolleys, like when you're... Uh, gurney. Yeah, yeah, gurney. And I kept pushing him away and laying down and vomiting in the common area of the ER. <sighs> That's all I could remember. And then they put a drip in me and I must have passed out. And then so I wake up in the morning and because obviously the health system over there, they're so um, overloaded with people and you got this dickhead that's in there just because I'm intoxicated. Um, they said, they, they said, look, we didn't have to pump your stomach, but we were going to, but you ended up getting everything <laughs> up. And I was just like, I woke up and I was just like, I am so fucking sorry. You know, you guys... You guys don't need to be wasting your time on this dickhead who can't handle fireball shots. I will never drink cinnamon whiskey again. It's, it's fucking best. disgusting. It. It's fucking but bad. um, yeah, and I, wa- I, I wake up and I've got no shoes on and I get off the gurney and I couldn't get out of there quicker. I was like, thanks, guys. See you later. They're like, no, you've got to sign out and shit. I was like, no, no, I'm going now. Bye. I ring, Christy rings me. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and then my cousin rang me and every, everything. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, it's all sweet. 
And then um, we we kicked on after that. We went on again that night. Yeah, but I put put my shirt on, headed back to the hotel. We're staying in the dodgiest hotel in Nashville. It was called the Nights Inn. No four seasons this time. Yeah, no. About four hookers got killed like a week before. Week before they said they were tying them up to the bed and killing them and shit. Yeah, Yeah, tying them up. What they said it was a brothel run through. So what they were doing is they were hiring out all the rooms, and the um, they were sex slaves were in there. And they were just running guys through it. And me and Offerdale were staying like a couple of rooms down from that. Really? I yeah. thought the beds were real comfy. Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty good hotel. It was real cheap. Yeah, nice old school refrigerated aircon. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. And uh, yeah, so I walk in, Offerdale looks at me and goes, where the fuck have you been? I go, I don't know. I go, I need some sleep. Take my shirt off. Electrodes still all stuck to me. He goes, you got fucking electrodes on you? I was like, oh shit. And then yeah, so that was... Uh, and then yeah, that next night ended up being... Because it was pretty after you'd been on a drip all night, you're pretty fresh. So mm, no, we had a full good, of fluids. We had a good night that night. He started, got up on the mic and started singing a bit of country actually. It was pretty, it was pretty classic. Yeah. Chicken fry. Chicken fry. Nashville, definitely recommend going to Nashville. Best, best destination I've been to. Fucking love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, Shrine went last time he went to the States and he was like, Nashville is my favourite. Because yeah. Yeah. there's not many Aussies there. You're big, big fish, small pond. Yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah. Even Freddie gets attention. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a World Cup superstar. <laughs> no, I remember that guy, I walk up to the bar, bro. I walk up to the bar and a guy goes, go, excuse me, um... Uh, are you are you famous or a musician? I go, nah, mate, I'm Australian. <laughs> and, he goes, and I go, why? And he goes, oh, you just got. I had like my longer hair, uh, like about the same so- length hair as I did. He's obviously then, gay as well. Yeah. Funny. Oh man. Yeah. He just would have wanted to buy me a drink or yeah. something. But uh, yeah, that was the only attention I got anyway from that guy. So classic. Are you sure there's not any more to that story? No, nah, there's nothing more yeah. to that story. Oh yeah, I went, took him out the back, sucked his cock, but uh, nice. Yeah, bit nice. of cash. Yeah, so Brent, give us your rant, man. I don't have a rant this week. That's oh, what I said. Okay. I stayed off social media, so I'm a happy <laughs> person. Give him a give him a topic to rant about. What do you mean? Well, we'll give him a topic you might that think might piss him off. No, nah, well, do you have any dirt dirt news this week? Oh, a little bit, not much. Okay, so we talk we talk some off We talk some dirt news. Um, if you didn't watch SBS at four o'clock in the morning, mm. you probably don't know what he's talking no, about. No, do you? Do you do you know who the greatest Australian is? I'll, I'll give you one chance to answer this. Do I get a hint? Uh, motorbike rider. No, but I don't even know any motorbike riders. His name's Toby Price. So, he's the greatest Australian ever. Obviously. So, he um, returned back to his home roots on the weekend. Well, not his home roots. He didn't grow up there. But one of his first races in his career was the um, the trans yeah, the uh, Transmoto. It's held up on the Sunshine Coast hinterland. So, he was um, right in our vicinity. So, I think we uh, missed our chance to get him on the pod. But maybe next time. Uh, Robbie Gordon also had a event on, which was called Mike's Peak. It was Rennet. That um, and, and a little little off road fun fact is, um, race car backwards is still race car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's about my dirt news. What do they week. call that? It what, is. Yeah, what's it's the, an anagram, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Is that am I right? Well, am I just from? Fuck, you've got a brain in that big fucking dolphin head. <laughs> um. <laughs> now, did you see? I didn't. We won't do too much MMA chat, but did you see GSB is no longer with the UFC? So he's free agent. Mm. Uh, so I've, uh, all I saw was that. Is that that French Canadian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't fought for years, has he? No, nah, but he's still still pretty good dude. So now he's free agent. He could get bought by Bellator for a shitload of money. Oh, so but that, but that many got to fight again? Oh, he wants to oh, fight. What, what weight group is he compared to that Conor McGregor? No, he's so he's the weight group that uh, that Con he Conor McGregor hasn't touched on that weight group. Oh no, he's one seventy. 
Well, yeah, TSP's welterweight. So when when uh, Conor McGregor versed um, Nate Matt Diaz Davis. at 170, that's GSP's. Yeah, beat him, mate. And then Conor McGregor beat, beat him, him the second time. Well, I remember watching MMA when that George Pierce... Um, GSP. Yeah, when he was... That was when he first all sort of kicked mm. off, wasn't it? When he was killing it. He's seriously one of the ones that... He, he was the first uh, athlete He's like in first M- MMA. Career, yeah. yeah, to take... To train, like, that scientific training. Take mm. it to the next level. He had... He was, like... He transformed himself into a fucking robot, you know? Mm. So, but um, with GSP, the thing that was holding it up coming back to the UFC was they've got this stupid fucking Reebok deal, okay? So they're, they're sponsored by Reebok. Reebok pays the fighters, like something like the lower-end fighters, $10,000 for a sponsorship. Uh, I think that's their yearly sponsorship. Crossfitters get more than that, Yeah, and, and so for, for Reebok covering them, they're not allowed to wear any of their other sponsors. So their other sponsors probably pull the pin. Mm. GSP sponsored by Under Armour. So he's going, there's no fucking way... That I'm not gonna rep Under Armour. So he, he's still a big sponsor, even though he's not fighting. Just for yeah. just for yeah. who he is. Oh fucking oath. Mm. And he said, oh, there's no way that I'm gonna drop my Under Armour sponsor to be sponsored by Reebok when I'm on this. He's also sponsored by Coca-Cola doing energy drink, but yeah. UFC's energy drink is Monster. Monster. Yeah. So he he said, I can't drop my Coca-Cola. I, I don't know what Coke's energy drink's called again. Um, but it, like, just say, uh, don't quote me, like nitro or something like that. It's um, not that Killcliff stuff, is it? I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, should have done our re- yeah. should have done my fucking research. But um, yeah, so and he said, there's no way I can drop that because he's he's talking about millions of dollars, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why GSP has gone. Fuck it, free agent. Show me the money where so I can go and take my sponsors with me. Why, why, why do you, the UFC keep it all so tight-necked and you only get paid this much and all that? What, what's the theory behind I, that? I think it's because the way that it was run, it was kind of like they, it was like a private company. Mm. And now these new buyers, it's, it's like a whole group. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into boxing eventually because those fighters are going to com- want to command what boxers can Yeah, command. but I don't think it never will because everyone wants that UFC title because they know that's the best in the world. Where boxing, it's... Yeah, but no, I'm saying will UFC eventually cave and go, all right, we, we're going to let you start getting paid a lot more money and we're going to let these endorsements well, come in. It's, it, it's, it's started it's now. Got, it's got it. And you know why it's started? Otherwise, otherwise, your other one, Bellator, whatever it is, they'll, they'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And I guarantee fighters will go, ah, fuck it, I don't care about UFC. And, and Bellator yeah. has got a huge entertainment company involved. Yeah. And so all these fighters, they're looking at going to Bellator because they can hook them up with things What would be, what'd be ultimate? It, the best Bellator in that weight division fought the best UFC. So they try to do that all the time. But usually... It doesn't they, work? Or? The, no, the UFC trumps them. Yeah, they beat the shit out of them. Yeah, because yeah. Bellator is where you yeah. go to get more. It's like Bellator. Bellator is still so new. Off now, yeah. Bellator is Super League. Don't, don't, don't bag out Super League. Super League sucks. Oh. <laughs> not, they're not it's touch. It's Super League's touch football. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky no one in England listens to this. Well, I played a whole I played a whole team full of Super League players in Wales, and we fucking touched them up. So. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. Are they fighting words, mate? I don't know. Not for me. I'm just I'm just thinking about the Super League people going to listen to this. I got yeah. We got twelve people to listen to this, and none of them are in Super League. <laughs> he's, he's a World Cup superstar. He is a World Cup superstar. He says what he wants. Yeah, he's on Jared Haynes' highlight reel a couple of times. <laughs> can't, can't you see all that's the only, that's the only media. And, and, and English, and English 
using his body to palm our players. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get him started well, on I'm statistics. Like, I'm like, <laughs> there, there's a reason there, there shouldn't be me getting used as a uh, palming Give device because I'm the one. I know it shouldn't yeah. get it shouldn't get through. Yeah, yeah. No, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> All right. So um, what are, we're going to hit you with some questions now off the outside. Some of the boys are. They listen to our podcast. They they knew you're coming on. They send us some questions. They want to know your uh, what you think. All right. So my thoughts. Yeah, your thoughts on this kind of stuff. So the first question is: Are pirate hookers still something that you are interested in? Uh, that question's come from you. <laughs> no, definitely hasn't. <laughs> Who's it come from? The kid. <laughs> the kid. Pirate hookers. Nah, no, nah, not really. You're going to tell them about the pirate hooker? Oh, you can tell us if you want. I uh, picked up a girl on bloody... On out, the front, out the front of Burger King. Out the front of Burger King on a New Year's Eve in Ireland. And oh, mate, that'd be classy broads out. She turned out to be a stripper. Oh. And we took her back home and she ended up staying for three days and eating all our Christmas <laughs> she dinners. She stayed for three yeah, fucking days. Yeah, you know, and she you had know, a son. <laughs> yeah. And she, she, bring her she kid went home for a couple of hours to check on her son on Christmas Day. And then came back to ours Christmas day to drink piss and eat food. Wow. Stayed in our unit and we ate Christmas dinner, right? Yeah. And then we said, oh, um, Pirate Hooker, I forget her name, so we'll call her Pirate Hooker. I said, we said, Pirate Hooker, you can have what's left over on the table. So our uh, Christmas scraps. And she ate them all. She's and probably listening to this. She's probably one of those. And then after she ate them all, Offerdale goes, Oi, you, back in the room, let's fuck. And then. <laughs> that, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Put the hook back on pirate hook. <laughs> that never happened. Freddie likes to uh, blow I stories. Exa- I exaggerate the story. <laughs> nah, that doesn't happen, does it? Nah. Next yeah. question. Okay, next question. Um, this one comes from a lady. Says, what's it like playing alongside football greats in the World Cup? Alongside? Yeah. So she's talking obviously about Against. the Australia game. Or just a lot. Well, you're playing alongside them. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. our team didn't have many greats, did it? Oh, well, we had Clint Newton and the Sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit intense. Oh, the old Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Bought a couple of sets of tyres. She, she, she mentioned, she said, like Christian Free, but I didn't want to put Who, that in. Who, is this your mum who's no. asked this question? <laughs> Who asked this question? No, just, yeah. So what Just it, a fan, bro. Uh, just a fan. fans. Uh, it, it's good. When we play against Australia, you're in awe of them for most of the game until you figure out you've got to try and beat them. But, <laughs> oh, shit, we're actually playing football. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had... We, had no, we knew we had no chance of beating Australia. Let's, That's be, let's be honest. We knew we had no chance of beating Australia. So we went out in a three-day bender up in Scotland. Yeah. Like a week before it yeah. happened. When everyone asked and they say, were you nervous playing Australia? I was like, not it was at probably all. The le- I was probably the least nervous I've ever been in a big game like that because we knew we'd be happy if they didn't beat us by 80. 60 yeah. was a good result. 60 was good because <laughs> the, the week after they beat the, they beat the semi-final was 64 to nil. Yeah. So, so they beat Fiji who's going to so be maybe up. we should have been... Semi-finals, not quarter-finals. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, no, it was at least at least nerve-wracking. It, it is it is pretty cool to play against people that you grew up watching on TV and in Origin and all that. That was, that was pretty cool. I'll tell you sure. the most scariest game I've ever played was Cook Islands. I'd never... Because yeah, it was pissing the, down rain. I'd never been so Yeah, nervous. it's scary for you. That, but they were big boys too. They were, they were yeah. massive. The, the best win I had was playing was when we beat France in a warm-up yeah, game. that was definitely... Because these French, oh, they, they're just cocky, the yeah. French people. And we, me and Freddie did a couple of seasons over there in the French league and, and they, they don't want to learn. They don't want to ask Australia's help. They want to ask English people's help. They think they've got their own way, their own systems. 
Obviously not working for them. Yeah, but, what they did. But when they, when we beat them, it was the best. They were ranked fourth in the world, and we we're like, yeah, we, you know. We they brought us over to Pumpers for a warm up game. Yeah. And we, we, we beat them, and uh, yeah, it was good. To make a spectacle. What, what happened is uh, the, the last try, too, offered our, you pushed it back to me, remember? You pushed the ball back to me off a kick, and I scored. You right. Yeah, and then I, tries it. Yeah, I, put, I put it down. Probably could have scored it <laughs> and, myself. And <laughs> offered our, I was like, Freedy! And he runs <laughs> and he just like picks me up and shit. Yeah, it was fucking sick. Yeah, no, that was good. That whole trip was cool. Hopefully this next one's going to be like that. Yeah. I'm sure it will be. Um, and then uh, another question for you, mate, is we've had a couple of these questions and I'll put it just in one, mm. is um, there's a lot of diets, nutritional yeah. advice that everyone fucking throws around. Yeah. What do you reckon? Like, what do you go off and what, what do you reckon? Base, I base, first of all, I'll start with saying 80%, 20%. When I do my nutrition, 80% of the time I'm, I'm spot on. 20% 20% time I'm you know I'll get on the piss have a few darts I'll fucking have more than a few darts but I'll you know I'll, I'll let myself go and I'll eat a bit Turn of fast into a chase maker yeah I'll eat a bit of fast food as well whatever but the 80% of the time it's always been paleo for me and I've just started learning about this new diet that Keegan Smith got me on too is the keto diet Brad is a keto king oh yeah oh, I, 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 I yeah, I, and I really, I, from what I've been reading, I think it's awesome. Mm. But it's basically is the paleo diet, um, just with less carbs, yeah, yeah a just, lot more just flexibility. With, yeah, just yeah, a lot more flexibility. And I just I'm reading about the cheeses, mm. and that interests me because I fucking love cheese. But the paleo, Who doesn't? Diet, the paleo diet's full against that. So, yeah. but I'm, you know, see how we go on dairy. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a keto diet a real smash in my eighty percent of the time. Yeah, um, because I play footy and that, and my nutrition is normally pretty good. I don't have to cleanse my body before I start this diet because, you know, I can sort of pick it up from where I left off with paleo. Yeah. But if you're on there long of that caveman caveman sort of style of eating, you're doing all right. Don't don't think there's gonna be a quick fix. You, there's nothing that's gonna you're gonna take a shake. Shake's never gonna supplement what you do. There's you know, a snack food bar and never gonna supplement what you should be eating. It's there's no easy way about it. Just eat what your body's genetically made to eat. And some ethnicities will be made to are designed to eat different foods and you've got to learn what your you know blood type is what your body type is where you're from in the world and what foods are more adapted to you yeah. and that, that your life will be much better and for like listeners out there if they're if they're just dabbling and dipping their toe into the water for trying to find that yeah. f to find that routine and that um consistency what would you recommend like because everyone talks about fucking this is the diet that you got to follow I'd, I'd, I'd recommend i'd say let's not use the word diet yeah. Let's not say this because when people use the word diet, they think they're going on a diet. But, but the word diet actually just means what you eat. Yeah. Um, go go what your body's designed to eat. Look up, Google the word keto, Google the word paleo. You read for ten minutes and you'll fully understand what it is. If you don't, you're absolute retard. Yeah. Um, and you, you'll be fine. And then just do a bit of training here and there. You don't have to train your ass off. Yeah. Training. When I was PT, and training's thirty percent of it. Trainers will sell you that it's most of it just to get money out of you, but seventy percent of it's fucking nutrition. That's all it is. It's it's so basic and so simple. And once you get your first results and you get to where you want to be, you'll see how much simpler you know life is. And you don't want to eat bad food, yeah, unless you've had ten beers and you know, going to Macca's. And you're in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, in Nashville. <laughs> I think something that's really important is you got to stick out if you're going to change the way you're eating. You got to stick to it for at yeah. least fucking four weeks because. 
you've got to um, you've got to set like a new baseline to you've know got, you've, to know what's going to like how yeah. what food affects you in what way. Well, you've got you've got to like they say like a seventeen day turnaround, body turnaround. So most people, we're the third most uh, obese nation in the world, developed nation in the world behind the US and the UK. So they've been wrecking their body for years and years and years. It's going to take seventeen days for their bodies to stop learning to use simple sugars and carbohydrates as an energy source. Once they stop learning to use those things as an energy source, and they they'll be tired for those seven days. They'll be like, "Fuck, I'm tired. I'm, you know, this is hurting. I can't sleep properly because your body's addicted to like, you know, sugar like it's crack." Once that seventeen days kicks over, and they start using ketones or whatever it is in their liver to, or fat to produce energy or protein to produce energy, they've never felt better in their life. Mm. So you've got to stick to it purely for the fact to teach your body mm. on how it works. But there is no easy fix. That's the main thing they got to learn. Yeah, I remember when you first told me you're like, oh, I was I was training and offered I was like, what? so you're you're eating healthy but you're still touching sugar, and I was like, yeah, I'm eating sugar. He goes, go two weeks, and I went two weeks without sugar. It was fucking hell. And then like the third week after that, I started my training started getting better on the footy field. I didn't have to like eat before I played. You know, like it was like three two to three weeks of hell, yeah. and then I just started feeling awesome. So I've been addicted to anything. You got to you got to get off the addiction first, huh? Don't you, before you can see any any real results. Yeah, any benefits? <laughs> that was the last <laughs> one, bro. Do you have any more no, gold? I've got a few there. Oh. Yeah. So um, we've uh, got a couple of uh, complaints, Brento. Hang on, hang on. I, I think I might have had something. Complaints. This is what you want to talk about. Oh, yeah. I had I had one for the both of you because it was just originally directed for Freddie, but um, I'll I'll use both of you guys. Um, so I wanted to uh, I, how to deal with a ten inch cock. <laughs> well, neither of you. Come to me. Not with that dance, that one. <laughs> but um, now our listener has sent this in, and it's about uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the about on <sighs> fucking hell? What are your guys' thoughts about the degeneration of gender positions? And its effect on the alpha male role. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck is this question yeah. coming from? And I, I don't think you got so, to. Yeah, so read it back again, bro. The degeneration. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading that right. The degeneration of gender positions in inverted commas yeah. and its effect on the alpha male role. So we're talking about the uh, men and women becoming equal. And that, that that's killing that actually being an uh, like the male being alpha compared to the female or possibly. Well, I think I think there's still got to be that little bit of level of. <laughs> Women are never going to be equal. We all know that. Yeah, that's right. Well, and they're not they're not as good as sports that are as well, us. Let, let's let's not. Let's well, not say I think that it's bit. crazy to say that it's equal when we're totally fucking different. Like totally fucking different. Yeah. What? And I don't think most of them want to be equal because when. It, when when push comes when push comes to shove, they they want rights when you know when things happen to them they say oh, that shouldn't happen to women, and it shouldn't happen to women. But they they, they don't want to be equal then, but on different things you can't pick and choose. It's all got to be the yeah. same. You know what I mean? It's a touchy subject. Isn't and it? look, I'm never gonna watch the WNBA. I'd rather. It's, it's not touchy. You don't get paid as much in sports because you're not as good as sport. It's it's simple. It's because they're lacking a serious thing called you, testosterone. You, you exactly. You, you bloody. Unless you're Chris Cyborg. You, you get, you get the most. You get more viewers in a male, you know, 
let's say Wimbledon final, then you'll start getting paid, but you don't. So yeah. it's like why do girls play three sets and guys play five sets? You tell me, Freddie. Because it's better to watch five sets of male. If you if I had to sit through five sets of female tennis, yeah. but then again, tennis is a different thing because I really enjoy female tennis because their ra- their rallies do last longer. Nothing to do with the dress attire. What's that? Nothing to do with what they wear. Nah. At all. Nah. But it's I reckon it's, they're hot. That's oh, they yeah they. But uh, like their their rallies usually last longer because they're not power. A lot of them aren't power hitters unless mm. you're the the Williams sisters. Which uh, I can't see you watching tennis. I watch. I fucking love tennis, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not and I'm good on the court too. And I'm gonna fucking flog you're you not, when you're we not have good that. On the court, I'm tennis. gonna flog you when we have that match, man. You know, what? I don't. Yeah. Well, Next question. Next question. All right. So we got someone sending this. All right, dear Christian and Brenton, if this is your, if that is your real names. Christian, it's hard to take your animal facts seriously when last week you appeared to be talking about a Galapagos tortoise, but continually referred to it as an old land turtle. (laughs) 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 Two two different species. In case you were wondering, turtles primarily live in water, whilst tortoises are land-dwelling. And Brenton, you don't have to imagine putting them on an isolated island because they already live on a group of <laughs> isolated islands known as the Galapagos Island. <laughs> Galapagos. Galapagos. That's awesome. Galapagos. Yeah. And pick up your game and maybe a book every now and then. <laughs> that's a good view. Hey, yeah. Uh, says, and then they see, that, that's a perfect example to our listeners. Someone's going to send it in. We're not going to fucking not read it out. So get your fucking comments Yeah, fucking in. send it in. We so love you guys, it. You guys want to learn too. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking hilarious. Oh, oh, I'll be the first to say I'm definitely not the most educated human out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Tell us about your glass biting party trick, Brenton. <laughs> and um, you can leave the glass biting bit off if you like. Oh, no, that was meant not meant to be read out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, so Brenton spent some time in the hospital. Yeah, so um, I, I have about oh, it's about eighty percent probably. I don't know; it's probably deteriorated a bit out of the year, over the years. But I've got about eighty percent vision out of my right eye because I was a real silly Sally one time, and um, me and Freddie were at this party. We were blind drunk, obviously, and um, we, <laughs> I think I, I don't know. There, I'm pretty sure I, it's a blur, but I'm pretty sure I sat down because there was a couple of chicks at a table, and me and Freddie sat down. And I was like, for some reason, being a fat dickhead, trying to get attention, I was like, oh, I've got this real cool party trick. And it was a cool party trick until it fucked me over. But what happened was I used to be able to get like a schooner glass or a, or a beer glass or even a pint glass and I could bite it, like just Ooh. bite a big piece out of it. Never got cut, was good as gold and was cool. It was pretty impressive to see. And um, ladies. anyway, so I was at this house and this was a house party and there was a glass on the table, but it was a pretty fucking thick glass and it had actually been dropped earlier in the night that I didn't like take any notice of because I was blind drunk. If I had paid attention, I would have seen that there was a big crack already in the glass. Mm. So I grabbed a hold of it with the old chompers, rolled it out with my hand to try and break a piece out of it and all it's done is just followed its weak link and broken around the crack and it broke in a big hook. So as soon as it broke free from the glass that I was holding... My jaws just clamped it down and it hooked straight up into oh. my eye. <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty classic. Um, it just fucking smashed me in the eye. And then I went, 
oh shit and spat it out and then um everyone was like holy fuck and i was like no i'm good yeah. and um i remember like I, I grabbed my hand and like i could see blood in my hand i was like oh i think i'm all right and i've got a couple of people i was like oh can you have a look did it because it, it sliced my eyelid and um i was like oh can you have a look in my eye is it all good yeah. um and they're like, yeah, no, nah, it looks all right. And anyway, it was water and heaps. And I was just like, ah, oh, it'll be all right. You know, it's just like getting fucking poked in the eye. No, everyone had a look in it and they couldn't see, like my eyeball looked fine. So we were good as gold. We kept drinking and carrying on. And I think there was like a fight later in the night and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and so we ended up getting to a fight. I obviously, I obviously took this guy to town. Yeah. Um, Sleeper holes everywhere, old Freddy. And then so Brenton's got one eye and uh, we have to drive home. And uh, we both wasted and I was like throwing Brenton the keys. And so he drives me and him home with one eye totally wasted. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, it was all good. But then I got home and I got up the next day and I was like, fuck, my eyes hurting. <laughs> and it just wouldn't stop watering. Oh. <laughs> I was like, far out. Maybe there's some glass in there or something from last night. And anyway, because you know how you wake up in the morning yeah. going, okay, what the hell did I do last night? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got all that covered. Cool. Bit of, bit of glass and it got me. Anyway, so I'm, I'm looking at, I'm standing in the bathroom mirror. I remember standing in the bathroom mirror trying to hold my eye open because it's just pouring out water. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm trying to see like if it's like got glass in there or nothing. And I stand there rubbing the shit out of it because it was just so irritated. I'm like, fucking hell, it's pouring out water. It was literally just running down my cheek. Like it just kept watering. And I was like, Dad... I'm going to need you to take me up to the doctors, mate. I don't know what's going on. I think maybe I've got something in my eye. So, yeah, no worries. So I take go up to the doctors and I get in there and I look at the eye chart and he's like, all right, mate, cover up one eye, like, you, you, you know, your eye that you think's playing up and, and read, the, read the eye chart. Sorry, the, you cover up your good eye and read the yeah, eye yeah, chart yeah. for me. Anyway, I rattled off the eye chart. I had 20-20 vision before this. And um, he's like, oh, that's actually really good. I was like, oh, cool. But what I must have been doing, I didn't have my good eye closed. I was just looking through my fingers because <laughs> I was still pretty hungover. Yeah. And um, anyway, I get in there and he lies me down on the table and gets the big flashlight out and he goes, holy shit, go straight to the hospital. And I was like, oh, fuck. I ended up getting 10 stitches in my cornea. Oh. Yeah, so like right across the face of my eyeball. Had a big How do they stitch so that? So I, I went up and he had a fucking eye patch on like a, How you have an eye like patch a pirate. On? <laughs> and, then, and then his other eye was too uncomfortable to open as well. So I had to sit there talking to the pirate with one with both fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in hospital for five days or something. Yeah. Yeah. And what, you, you got fucked vision from it? Yeah, like I can't see as good out of that eye, yeah. Oh, that's a good story, bro. Yeah, classic story. Get out of it. Yeah. Fucking hell. When you're young and dumb. I'd be freaking. Yeah. Oh. I was freaking because I was I like... I can't even put eye drops in my eye. Yeah. Let alone get stitches and all. Well, it was... that. It's it's a cool... It like Not cool, but it's a different experience. Man. How, did like, they, how did they sedate it? Like, what, where did they put the needle? Well, they put me under to do to stitch oh, it up. Okay. Yeah. But but then you had to get it checked all the time. So they put... You know, have you ever had your eyes tested or anything? They put no, those drops in them? Not really, no. So they put drops in to dilate your pupils and stuff like that. It stinks yeah. like shit. But... um. And it makes it real light sensitive. But yeah, it was cool. And then, like the weirdest thing, but was I remember getting the stitches out, and they sit you there in the in the helmet thing, like you got to stick your chin in the chin strap, and it sort of closes in to keep you still. But they, um, he literally had like a like a oh, I don't know like a thing you dig splinters out with, yeah. and then he just would flick my eye, and it just would oh. you just feel the stitch like break and then I could feel him like pull it out from my eyeball that was fucking weird oh. so you just pulling the old stitches out and just felt like someone was trying to pull your eye out of your head but it's no it was so cool man weird. it was um, one of those things you, you do growing up <laughs> eyes water. 
That's what you do, bro. Yeah. You, drawing filthy fill. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give him one more chance, and then if he doesn't pick up, he's doing this to you. He, he answers most times. If he doesn't, oh, there he goes. He's calling you. He's active. Call again. He reckons. He just messaged me. Said so call again. Okay, sweet. I can't believe this might actually work. Yeah. As much as I hate the man, he's Shakta. Filthy Phil Shakta, old man Shakta. Who's that fat guy on my porch? That's some of the names they call him. <laughs> Who's that fat guy on my porch? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I thought you had him, man. Fuck, so did I. Pause for a long time. What was that? Triple ring. Hi, Mr. Royce North Hill Shacker. Oh, okay. All too familiar. I remember one time I was at Phil's and I shot that fucking rabbit with that... Um, with that air compressed uh, pellet gun. Yeah, I was and, there. And I hit it from like fucking 30 meters and I hit it, jumped up in the air and I thought I, I, I got we it. And, check on it yeah. and then Phil gives me the fucking knife and goes, go take care of it. And I was like, fuck. So I walk out into the, his front yard thinking I'm going to have to cut the head off this buddy, but he was a bit pissed off. I was like, thank God, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's not money. picking up, so I think I'm going to have to say the animal fact, man. No, wait, wait, wait. Is it a B1? What's that? Is it a B1? Oh, I've got a different one. You can say an animal fact, and if we get hold of him, he'll be sweet. Well, he's not even picking up. He usually calls yeah, him back. Yeah, but two animal facts in the show. Okay, so my an, my animal fact is based on that uh, you're the big red pony. It's, uh, it's my, brother's, a, my brother's actually the big red <laughs> pony. I've, I've stolen it. Okay, but anyway, it's just a, short, it's a quick animal fact about ponies. <laughs> And uh, do you know that uh, ponies actually live two times longer than horses? Do they? <laughs> yeah. So ponies can actually live up to 50 years old. Really? 50 yeah, years 50 old? 50 years old. And horses horses usually go 20. from like 25 to 30. Where, yeah. where, where are ponies commonly found? Uh, po- pony, <laughs> pony clubs? Yeah. Po- ponies well, are commonly found on um, <laughs> on the uh, Gallipoli and Islands. Galapagos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can safely say there's no ponies on Galapagos Island. <laughs> They're out in the south swimming po- with those land pony, turtles. You'll find there's ponies in places like Iceland have their own sort of horse ponies. and Yeah, well, I think when it comes Norwegian to ponies, ponies, I think the smaller the better. The smaller, yeah. The yeah. small animals. Well, if you're after longevity, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and what was that what you were saying last week? If you're just fat and lazy and sit on the couch, you're going to live a long That's time. That's right. So yeah. ponies don't do much. So their heart gets to rest and That's just right. beat probably at fucking 30 beats per minute. Just cruising, bro. Yeah. Sitting in the left lane on the freeway, just doing 35. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to get on the Shakhtar. That's very disappointing. Yeah. I'm very disappointed. Really oh, he's, 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 yet to, um, he's yet to impress me. He's, oh, he's, he's saying he's a bit... Might be a bit intimidated. I think so yeah. many times we've knowledge. called him. We've had him his actual voice yeah. grace the podcast once. Yeah. And he was a shit conversation. It was worse when he was so quiet. Was yeah. yeah. Fucking fool. You gotta stir him up. You gotta get the big man going. Yeah. I've actually just sent a stirring message to him. Yeah. But so right. so next season, mate, your head kicking off. When's that well, we start training on the seventh yep. November? Um I thought you said cool. you don't train to January, mate. No, no. Trials starting ah, January. Coffee. So trials over here normally what start late Feb March. Yeah. Something like that. Trials start late January, but we got we got a real good set like our coaching staff and our our S and C coach is really good too, so it's, it's fun being there. So we all we all get along. Going going for the W next year? Oh, it's it's the P we're looking that in our comp is the promotion. Yeah. So you want to get promoted from our comp and we we've got some good players coming along. You remember Jared Sennett? Yeah. So he, he's coming to play with us next year, which is pretty cool. Um, we've got 
We've got... He played at Bradford in the centres because he's played at Canberra Raiders as well. Um, he's a centre. And I can't remember his name, Sam himself, but he's actually pretty famous. He's, he's coming to play with us as well. Um, we're still looking for a big prop, I think, to replace Nick Sliney, who's come back to Brisbane to play at Redcliffe. So every chance you get, because he does want to play NRL again and get another contract, every chance you get to pump his tyres up, give him a shout-out. Oh, yeah? Because he's a gun. I'm what sort of pressure does he normally run in his tyres, mate? About 40 pound or...? Mm. Yeah, is it, is 32 to 35. Should we talk to Peterson about his pressure, his tyre pressure? Peterson, yeah, talk about yeah. It. Is he still selling tyres? Yeah, I've bought a few off him. He's, just got, yeah, he's yeah. just got the one shop down at Goldie now, I think. Oh, he doesn't have the one up here in Hendon? No. Oh. That's Fuck disappointing. Or, yeah, well, this is fucking boring. Let's close this fucking motherfucker down. If you say so, boss. Yeah. And uh, we uh, offered our appreciate you coming on. Uh, we can do one when I'm over there. Like, you can, can you do that? Yeah, we could. We you could, could call me. We could call you for sure. I'd like to be on it. Anything more you want to say, bro? While you got the fucking floor? Um, no, nothing. Uh, no, no, nothing. Oh, it, Phil Shack. Oh, Phil Shack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Here we go. Filthy Phil Shackter. Tell him I'll call him off my phone. What the fuck? Oi, Freddy's gonna call you off his phone, okay? Nah, Freddy's gonna call you. Freddy's gonna nah, call you off his clearer, phone. Man. Yeah, that's, that's right, mate. He's yeah, I'm call calling you, Phil. I can't believe he's actually called. Filthy Phil. Old man. Yo! Phil! Yo, what's up, son? Nothing much, bro. Why don't, we, we Why just... don't you call me, son? Because you're not the favourite son. We're just, about, we're just about to close this podcast down, so we just wanted to hear from you. Your phone doesn't even work. Phil. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Well, I just want to know, who does the organization in your podcast? Uh, me, me and Brenton. Because both the guys must be freaking dumbasses, because <laughs> I told you, call me at 6.30. Yeah, I know, but we had... I texted you at 6, I said I was ready, and then nothing, and then <laughs> Get your swole on. What did you have to go? Did, did you have to go? <laughs> did you? Yeah, oh, come on now, Phil. <laughs> did you have to go what off? Did you what off? Yeah, I wanted off. But you trying to interrupt my water off, man? I was trying to do my cleaning, cleaning jerks. What do you want? What are you weighing in at these days, Phil? What's up? What am I weighing in at? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Phil. I'm, I'm, I'm 320, 325 right now. What's that in K- kgs? One. One. It's like 180 kilos, something close to that. 180? 118. Oh, that's not too bad. You're well, plump. You're a big guy. Yeah, but you just have an athletic bone in your body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this, is, this is coming to a kid who can't find a home. Just yeah. I, my home's your home, Phil, and I'll be staying there. And he still wets the bed. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a guy that pisses fucking every single bed that he lives at. <laughs> oh, my wife makes me the nicest 
person, most opening person in the world. She's letting Freedy, his wife, and his kid move in. I think that's you, not your wife. Don't don't put that on Laura, all right? Yeah, because Laura didn't have the heart to tell you after you puked up whatever was in your body twice and we had to clean the carpet. She's like, no, Mark's got to go. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right, Phil, we need you to hit us with, that, with your uh, animal fact. Educate us on bees, Phil. Animal facts. Well, I don't know if you guys know about the bee problem in the world. Nah, we hit us with it. Well, bees are declining, and bees are very important because one of every four bites of food you eat off your plate was put there by a bee because of because of you know pollination of your vegetables, all that stuff. You need you need your bees, or you're not gonna have any trees, any vegetables, nothing. Two thirds, Phil, dickhead. Yeah, here Offadelli says it's two thirds. Two thirds. That's fucking all raw, real organic. They must know everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, if you raw, real organic, go go be one of their sixteen followers on um Instagram. We just we just jumped to hundred and two. I got six more. That's last time I checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And uh, and, and Phil, uh, what was I gonna say? What if uh, what if the bees keep declining? Bees keep declining. We're not gonna have any. Decline, so it's what, all what's causing, what's causing the bees to decline? So the wind's gonna come through and wipe everything out. It's gonna be a windy wasteland. What's causing oh. the bees to decline, what? filthy? What's Nothing there. Can you hear Alfred Ali says what's causing the bees to decline? No, I can't hear Alfred Ali. I'm on a speaker. Yeah, what what's what's call, what's causing the bees to decline? There's a, one of the biggest things they think is the pesticides and those Monsanto fuckers. There's I don't know if you deal with them over in Australia. But they make all like the seeds and stuff for farmers. Yeah. And they're putting pesticides in the seeds. So when the plants grow, they already have built in pesticides. The bees come, they get it into their system, they can't find a way back home to their hive, and they die out in the fields. You're a, you're a fucking beekeeper, and you don't know the number one cause of the bee decline in the world. It, it, pesticides probably number three. The number one is the mite right, that's killing the them. No, there's there's an actual mite. There's a, there's a mite, like a, a little bug, little well, insect. That's, that's not, that's not the number one cause. It is the number one cause. The number two cause is the fact that there's, because they plowed all the fields, there's no actual flowers and stuff out there to pollinate now. This has come out about two weeks ago. You'll probably you'll probably hurt eating meatloaf. <laughs> Don't raise your kid. Laura does all the work. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't try to play footy for six months out of the year. Then you got know, six months jail. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Oh, yeah, um, and Phil, uh, fucking, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, now before we go, Phil, just hit us. Who are you voting for when it comes to the parliament, uh, the uh, presidential election? Who'd you vote for? And both pieces are dipshit, so I wrote in my boy Bernie Sanders. <laughs> He's not even in. Oh, I, yeah, I thought... So doesn't that mean your vote you basically vote doesn't count? Yeah, so... Oh, how, yeah. how does that work if, you, if he's not running? It might not count. Yeah. It might not count, but I wrote it in. I can't vote for someone I don't want to vote for. Why don't you vote for the, li the Libertarian? Who's the, who's the Libertarian for? Local 
You, Jesus you, Christ. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't know about talking over people. Sounds real shit. So, no, nice, Phil. Yeah, go Good ahead, chat, Phil. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you, you go, mate. You go. <laughs> all you, right. You all right? Hey, Phil, you good? Besides the president, so. Uh, yeah. So there's uh, more for some local elections and senators and yeah. congressmen, all that stuff. Should have voted for Opie and Anthony. So, uh, what'd you say? Says so you should have voted for Opie and Anthony. Uh, both of them are dipshits. A lot of stuff going on with them lately, too. Oh, really? Hit, hit him up. Hit him up about the, yeah. the wombats and what's going on. Oh. Hey, hey, let me, uh, let, me, uh, let me hit you up with some, some of my new stand-up if you always want it. Okay, yeah, give us a hit. You need to. I think you need to work on the delivery, Phil. And if you want some help, I'll, I'll give you some help on that. I think it needs more of a, uh, a visual, so you see me. Maybe I should get naked on stage to show people how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, mate. We got a cruise. I'll, free, I'll talk to you later. Oi, Phil, wait, 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 Yeah, what about what about Lukey? Lukey is uh, still concussed, I think, and he is. Uh, it's six weeks ago. In the player pool or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what happened there. Thank you for bringing up controversy. Now that everyone's gonna know. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Well, you should have talked about but, this before uh, you got on the show. This is what this show is controversy. No, I don't want to bring up controversy. There's enough controversy right now. All right, mate. Well, Phil, we appreciate it. All right. All right, and we'll we'll t- we'll talk to you in the next few podcasts, yeah. Yeah, I probably won't hear myself on this podcast like I did the last couple of them, so don't worry about it. No, no, you will I'll definitely. Get cut again. You definitely will. Hey, and Phil, ma- hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil. No. Go fuck yourself. Yes. Go fuck yourself, man. Uh, <laughs> All right, bro. See you, Phil. Bye. See you, mate. 
Alright. Alright, yeah, let's we'll Close his bitch down. <laughs> we are the BF Tangent, motherfuckers. This is a good show. I Don't think forget to go tell to your friends. Peace! <laughs> <laughs> Rescue!